Welcome to Operatory 9, the world's best dental podcast. So, I got a little secret tonight. I'm recording without Jason and Casey. And to put this... Yeah, I know. That's rough. It, It runs in the family. It runs in the family. So... I'm just going to say, with me tonight, I have Kelly Hendricks. That's my brother. Hello. Also a pediatric dentist. And as I was saying, it runs in the family. When we were in high school, yes. our dad had a soft rock band, yeah. which he called Second Wind. I think soft, soft rock is a good classification. Second Wind. Soft, yeah, right? <laughs> like kind of country-inspired soft rock. Sure. Yeah. So he decides at one point... He's going to record an album. And it was, you know, this is self-funded. So he goes to a good studio in Denver. He records an album. And he, my dad was notorious for just finding whoever he knew to fill in all the parts. And so there's a guy who we went to church with who was a choir teacher and sang like operatic style. He invited him to sing on the album. The guy came in, sang a couple of tunes. Yeah, well... Do you know something more about that? Well, just that dad was embarrassed to sing himself. He liked to sing, but he was yes. he was very self-conscious about his voice, and he didn't lie, He didn't want to record any of the songs. So even though they were his songs Absolutely. that he wrote, he wasn't comfortable singing them, so he tried to hire a studio... Right. So he... So, had, tried yes, to get free to hire somebody. Free so help. instead he brings... <laughs> Yeah, he brings this guy from church. The guy records. The guy's super stoked about his recordings. You know, he's probably never been recorded in a studio that nice. Everything's great. Well, guess what? Turns out dad didn't really like the operatic style, the more <laughs> classical approach. So he tells the guys at the studio, I don't dig this. Do you have something else? And the guys help him find a studio musician who they hire yes. who comes in and re-records the songs in a more man soft rock recording style yeah i wouldn't say I it's necessarily better vo- vocal type <laughs> no this is different better, but definitely different so fat, um, a little less opera fast but, a little less opera yeah. it's fine the guy's good so fast forward to the album release my dad has a million cds printed because it was before you could just like burn your own cd right so we get thousands of these things our garage is i think full the of minimum order CDs. was i want to say ten thousand. That sounds like a lot, but yeah, we I had think... a lot of CDs in the it garage. It was so <laughs> many. It was so many. So he starts passing them out to everybody. Of course, an album gets back to this guy at church, and he's super stoked to hear himself on the album. He's talking it up. <laughs> Bragging he it goes, up. pops it in the car. I believe this all went down during church. Dad came to church, started passing out CDs. Guy goes out to his car, pops it in, starts playing it. Whoa, wait. That's not me. <laughs> Who is this? Yes. So <laughs> anyway, my dad he forgot to tell them that he was going to record somebody else instead. The guy found out when he got his copy of the album. He thought he was he, on that he had been cut out. He's like, I don't see my name in the credits anywhere. Yeah, what yeah. is this? And, no, so, I think it's. I guess that's what I'm. I wouldn't quite <laughs> say he forgot. You know, he, he was probably too embarrassed. He was too he embarrassed didn't know how to approach it. He didn't like confrontation. You know, he just didn't even want to bring yes. it up. He was he was kind of pulling a Billy Joel. He pulled a Billy Joel, of course. So this is what I did to Jason, and um, 
I'm doing and, it tonight. And Casey. Yeah. And Casey and that we're recording. But I have to say, when I first envisioned the idea of the Operatory Nine Dental podcast, one of the things I wanted to talk about was um, media portrayals of dentistry in the world, whether that be through like art, um, by like music, film, whatever. And one of the podcast topics was how dentists are perceived in music. And so Kelly has is into music. I mean, I love Jason, but his musical taste isn't exactly mine. And I would say his knowledge of music is not as deep as I want it to be to really lay down for the podcast. So I had to bring in Kelly. And, you know, we in dentistry, we're all about um, qualifications, right? When you get up to give your lecture in dental school, you have to present your slide with your credentials, right? Oh, I went to school at this place. I um, did my residency here and there. Um, So when I was in dental school, I decided I needed some new music to listen to. So I ring up Kelly, who is still an undergrad. Kelly, I need some new music. And I will say, not only did Kelly have music, but if I recall right, you were employed is maybe the wrong term. You were involved (laughs) with a Napster-style illegal download site? A bit. I wouldn't say it was that um, technical. It was more like my friends and I would – it was like a blog. You know, you'd have a blog post about an album. Yeah. But then we had some link to the album that was, you know, shareable and, you know, you could just download the album and it was being hosted, not necessarily by us, but it was hosted and it was accessible. Okay. And so there was, there was a lot of music going around and that was great. It was, a, it was a great time for music. I think so too. And I think it was curated that I remember yes. that website was curated. It wasn't just like, like you'd go on Napster or wherever you'd get like a million songs. This was like stuff that you wanted to hear. It was good. I'll speak for Kelly. He also plays guitar, has written songs and performed and played. And in fact, we had a little um, duo that we did um, the summer between my first and second year of dental school. And um, this is totally off topic, but when else are we going to talk about the time when we played my buddy Pete's anniversary (laughs) concert? In my living room. That's right. Pete's ragged. The, Pete had just been married. Is what he's married one one year. I hadn't seen him since undergrad. He calls up. Hey, I'm in. I'm in the area. Can I stay at your house tonight? Yeah. Sure. For his anniversary, he, shows up. he decided to stay at your house. For his anniversary, we didn't know this till the morning though. And we're playing. Kelly, he's like, "Oh, you guys playing any music?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." So Kelly and I had like a kind of like a alt rock like alt folk like acoustic duo we were doing i was playing upright bass he was playing guitar and um we played some songs that i remember those guys getting very cozy on the couch while we were playing yeah like uncomfortably cozy and we were like okay that's cool you know it goes down to my futon in the basement (laughs) <laughs> and you must you had been staying in the basement yeah. so you must have slept upstairs whatever it was the next morning he's like oh man i mean those guys are just like beaming ear to ear and they're like thanks for letting us crash man it was our anniversary and i'm like seriously we played you a concert <laughs> and sent you to my basement for your anniversary oh good filthy. times so anyhow times. um so for the operatory nine listeners i have a minor in music I was an aspiring trombonist, and right. until I met my wife, 
who, well, I met my wife at summer music camp in high school, so I'm uniquely qualified to speak on music. Um, and she told me in college when we got together, hey, you're not that good. You should do something that you could get paid for because you certainly aren't going to get paid to make music, <laughs> which I thought was sage advice. But anyway, music, you know, I mean, our father had a soft rock band. Kelly and I grew up playing music, variety of instruments. We still both play um, just you know, recreationally, you would say. Yes. So um, let's let's get into this. Okay, first we're going to talk a little bit about just music, music and dentistry. Dentists are often maligned in media at, as like being like stupid or uncomfortable. We're kind of like the butt end of jokes. And I don't think, you know, there's a lot of like media parody of dentistry and those experiences. And nobody personifies that better than the great um, parody superstar Weird Al. And um, yes. <laughs> Weird Al, in one of his most famous songs about dentistry, which we're going to talk about here in a, middle, in a minute, um, Cavity Search, I believe it's called. This is the U2 parody. When he starts right away, I'm going to find this lyric for us here, which I have written down somewhere. But the first thing he says is he makes a comment about coming into the dental office and hearing Muzak immediately, right? Like one of the first things you get is Muzak. And yeah, there it is. First line, listening to the Muzak, hearing people scream. Okay, <laughs> Let, the Muzak. We're gonna, we'll come back to the rest of it, but why is it that in the dental office, the music is typically Muzak or something so so bad so bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I hired a dentist a while back who I thought had like curated taste, and when we set him up with a Sonos system through the office, I went in and saw the playlists, and it was all like smooth jazz and Muzak. I was like, "How do you even find this That's crap?" Super boring. I was really, I was really disturbed. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Like, what? what is this? And um, I mean, do you have to play terrible music in your office? Yeah. Does it yeah. have to be that? Right. And especially, I mean, for us working in pediatric offices, there's a lot of different ways that people do it. I mean, I've been in pediatric offices where there's like nothing and they've just got TVs and there's the noise from TVs all the time. I've been in offices where the music screaming. is lame super boring like we can't possibly we don't want to offend anybody anybody at all we don't want the kids to hear anything questionable in the least so we'll just play like super lame elevator music you know like weird al would reference and it's just it's so yeah, totally. boring so boring it's terrible right yeah i mean i guess it asks the question too like who's the music for right and some people i know that like this dentist i had when i questioned the music he was like, oh, I treat old people, so the music's for them. But I would argue it's possible to have music that's for everybody. I mean, just because you're old doesn't mean you love bad music. Right. So when I was in college, ah, there you go. When I was in college, this comes back to my music cred. Um, we were busking on the streets, my wife and I. We were playing jazz um, on the street. She was a saxophonist, and I was accompanying her, kind of basically like playing um, bass lines on my trombone and she would play we were playing charlie parker book 
uh, Charlie Parker has like this book called the Charlie Parker Omni Book, and it's basically got every a transcription of every Charlie Parker solo. And she would play them. She played them exceptionally well. And I would just basically play bass lines underneath them. People listened to it. They liked it. We made a lot of money on the streets, and we got invited to join a jazz group. Which the director then says to me one night, "Hey, you want to be a dentist? I hear you should meet my dentist." So I go to this dental office. This is at the headquarters, right next to the headquarters for the UN in Vienna. And he's like, oh, and the guy introduced me. Hey, this is Chris. I met him on the street. He's a musician. He plays jazz. And this guy loves this new, this dentist. His name was Hani. He loves me. And he brings me into his office and he has the highest end audio equipment you've ever seen in <laughs> real life in his waiting room. And he is playing unbelievably great music. And he's really into like the audio quality. He talks to me forever. And he's like, oh, you've got to come to my summer home and, and listen to music with me. I'm like, okay. So I go, I meet him one day. We go to his, he has a secondary office in a small country town. We go there. Um, we, I kind of chill out while he works. It's one of my first times really observing dentistry up close. I remember seeing him do a root canal on a lower incisor and drop a file, like the you know, like a one inch long file all the way down this tooth. I about passed out. It was <laughs> freaky, freaky. But anyway, he takes me to a summer home, and in his basement of this little summer home, he has again super high end audio system, no TV, nothing, just this audio system, and he had this big rack of CDs, and he had like a little like light, like a I don't know, like a light on like a drop down like connect i don't know suspension system where he could like use the light to like browse through the albums and he pulls out an album and we listen to a jazz rendition of somewhere over the rainbow and it was beautiful and we we listened to it maybe three times in a row like analyzing it and listening to like the details in the recording and this and that and it was that's like my most outstanding memory of that was time with Hani listening to amazing music right that guy did it right he did not play crap in his office right he played stuff that he wanted to hear and you happened to be there you know as a patient of him you happened to be there to experience what he was doing you know what he wanted to listen to so the music wasn't for you i think it was for him and he wanted to share that with people but it was definitely for him and it wasn't because, right. well, I, we're going to play this because it's boring and the patients like boring stuff. Or because we think it's what you want to hear. Right. It was 100% played because it was what he loved. And I think that's an expression of him. Right. You know, I think that's another that's another way to look at it is like, hey, I'm going to play this and this is going to be an expression of who I am. And I'm presenting that to my patients. So we had this... I let the staff in our office play whatever they want for the most, you know, for the most part, you know, yeah. no swearing and stuff like that. We have kids, but from like a, like a genre standpoint, we let them go for it. I mean, sometimes that's like Mexican ranchero, which I don't necessarily love to listen to all the time. Right. <laughs> they rock it. Right. Other times it's country, it's pop, it's whatever. We had a staff member who was really into dubstep for a while <laughs> and she worked in my ortho side and I just remember like rolling in to an appointment and the dubstep just absolutely firing and yeah. being like, oh my gosh, you've got to turn that in. I go, and like, like really conservative parents just kind of like, whoa. 
and then we kind of toned it down and i remember people and she lost her job for other reasons but <laughs> i remember people being like hey whatever happened to you guys used to play like the rowdiest music in here you know what happened they're like yeah you know like it was this person we kind of let her pick and now our staff take turns and yeah i think you know it kind of i think the music's for the staff yeah for the most part it's for them to enjoy what they're doing i think if you're in the case of like this guy in Vienna, it's about creating an environment and sending a message. And I think in dentistry, the message can be better than it's been. Sure. The idea of the Muzak, you roll in and it's Muzak, it's crappy. It's yeah. kind of like the path of least resistance, like, oh, or like this idea like, oh, it's a dental office, I should play Muzak. Like, ugh, nobody wants to hear that crud. In your office, the, the rooms, have their own sound, right? You've got a speaker in each yes. room, just a Bluetooth speaker, and each room kind of right. picks whatever they want to play. And then the small operatories, right. they have the TV on or whatever else. But um, everyone's kind of choosing yep. their own. Um, I'm an office that has speakers through the building, and it's like oh, whatever wiring, gets yeah. whatever's playing, it's playing everywhere. And you can kind of adjust the volume on those things and have it higher or lower in different areas. But it's a bit harder to choose something for everybody to enjoy. The, what was playing before was just so boring. It was some online system that's made for dentist offices and stuff, and it was terrible. It sounded like Ugh. what you would hear on a YouTube video to get around the copyright. They're like, we're not going to play this song. We're going to play a song that sounds oh, like yeah, that song, course. but that's not the, the actual song, you know? And it was just so super oh, boring. and. There was at least one day when I was looking around and the staff, they're doing their thing and they're all quiet and they're all bored. And I look over at a parent who's sitting over there and the parent just looks like bored to death. I'm like, we got to change this up. It is so freaking boring oh, in here. So since then, I installed a, um, an iTunes on the computer that's running the music and it's just playing Apple Music. People there can choose go. what they want. You know, it's filtered, at least the explicit content. They can start radio stations based off songs. And it plays real songs that people like. And people are walking around the office and they're singing and they're doing all these different things. And it brings the energy level up so much. And for the staff especially, totally. your quality of life being in an office all day, every day, it you know, being able to at least choose the music you want to listen to, at least listening to something you enjoy, it really makes a difference. I think so too. You know, we didn't put in centralized audio because we had been running different speakers in different rooms when we built our new building. And I kind of felt like I didn't want the responsibility of having to choose something that everyone could listen to. I was like, I'm going to let yeah. people have some variety. And it's actually worked out really good. Plus, blue, you know, the cost of a internal system was really expensive. A good one is very expensive. We have one in the uh, adult cosmetic office. And, um, they run, they play um, XM radio, like uh, satellite radio. And it's, you know, they, they pick a station in the morning. It's pretty much always that same station. It's it's okay. But um, so let's move on. Let's dive into some content here. So like I mentioned early in this, we want to look at media portrayals of dentists and dentistry. And, you know, one of the great art forms in the world is, of course, music and yeah. 
we mentioned like Weird Al, you know, parodying dentistry. It's like such an easy target, which I think is why dentistry is often used in like comedy films. You'll see like a Charlie Chaplin, Three Stooges, and there's like tons of modern versions of that. And Weird Al is kind of, to me, he's an extension of that. Like, oh, uh-huh, yeah. this is a silly thing. It's uncomfortable it's a- for patients. It's uncomfortable for doctors. But this is like low-hanging fruit funny. Yeah, easy um, to parody. But at the same time, a shared experience everyone can relate to. Right. Everyone can relate to it. Everyone's been there. No matter who you are, if you got teeth, you've, you've got teeth problems. All right. Thanks for listening. This is Operatory 9, and we will continue the breakdown of music and dentistry in part two.